This week on the time. You know, if you play on my Xbox, you need to do it on my account. Fuck no! We set world records, baby. Woo! We do. Are you talking about when he's in the bed with the lady, or yes. the, duck, the duck boobies? Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of The Tie-Ins. I'm Johnny. I'm Cartel. I'm Mike. You guys aren't excited about this first episode ever? I am, but not to the point where I'm going to make my own sound effects. No? Not yet. I might make a sound effect. I don't know. <laughs> we'll right, find well. out. We'll find out. All right, well, this week we decided to uh, strafe walk into lifelong friendship. But before we get to that, how you guys been doing? It's been a while since we've done this. Uh, Cartel almost died. Mike was busy with work. How's everybody been doing? Uh, I am on a regiment of antibiotics right now, and I am packing my wound. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's about it right there. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. Um <laughs> Have you been playing any new games? Watching any uh, new shows, movies? See, I started the uh, Gotham Knights there. I uh, got to the open world part and I stopped. And then uh, busted out some Battlefield, what, 2042? Check that yeah, for out. Once, for once, we stopped playing PUBG. We're not playing PUBG, yeah. Uh, we did that Halo Infinite campaign. And what was the other thing I played? Oh, I picked up uh, basketball because it was half off and... I'm a sucker for deals. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are the deal finder. Michael, have you been playing anything? Uh, I know you uh, got into that Pikmin. I, I did, except I am, I'm not really stuck on a level, because I did beat the level, but there's one piece of pollen missing. This is Tinykin, by the way. And what did I say? Pikmin. Well, I mean, um, it's a Pikmin yeah, clone. I meant... For sure. But yeah, I've been playing Tinykin. I'm a completionist, though, and I do not want to move on until I get this last piece of pollen. Um, it's pretty annoying because I've been around the level three or four times now. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a sad way to play games. You don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna, I can't. You're gonna ruin enough. your fun. No, I cannot <laughs> move on. I must have this last piece of pollen. Uh, but yeah, what else? Let's see. Um, I have got back into Rogue Company with you guys, which is actually a lot of fun, uh, as long as the players aren't cheating. But most of the time, it's a good game. Um, played a round of Gloomhaven with you, and uh, I like that a lot. Um, it was yeah, a little confusing good. at first, but I actually really like Gloomhaven, so um, we should do that again. And Agreed. then uh, a couple nights ago, I got one round of um, Midair in again, which is funny, because it's kind of a dead game right now. They're just like... What? Yeah. I know, it's surprising. <laughs> <laughs> it's surprising. <laughs> Going through some legal I'm troubles. I'm sorry. I know you love it. They Are they? Yeah, there's been some, like, IP stuff about who owns the rights to it, so they've been in, like, this indefinite closed beta, and they are, they want to release the game, but they can't quite yet, so. But anyways, they've been trying to, like, that killed it for a while, now they're trying to reinvigorate the community by doing these, like, hub nights or something like that on Monday nights, and apparently there was a good one last night, um, I only got in for the last round, though, but so played like 30 minutes but there's a lot of people on it. it was good that i thought that they were you know were given the go-ahead to make a community game no there's definitely some legal issues there but if you are listening and you're an old school or even new school with tribes player then uh this is probably the best tribes remake that's ever been done if you're in listening and you're a new school tribes player what <laughs> that's true how that's true <laughs> Well, I've been playing. You just woke up from a coma from nineteen ninety eight, and you got Adele, dude. Then you're probably playing Tribes. I've been playing all of those games except for Midair. Uh, I just beat Phoenix Rising. That was fun. I just watched the other day. Uh, finally, the Weird. I know you watched that too, Cartel. It was uh, highly entertaining. Oh, it was great. It was definitely. I, I don't know why I was expecting something different. But it was definitely Weird Al humor. It was... Is it UHF? Yeah, it's UHF. I was about to ask if it was anything like that. It, it was It was basically UHF, except uh, they got rid of Kramer because he's a racist. But yeah, that's, it was basically that. The same characters were brought out, but they were all portrayed as Weird Al. And I was mad at uh, 
Paul F. Tompkins character. I, I felt like Paul F. Tompkins should have been the accordion salesman. I no, no, no opinion. <laughs> I don't remember who Paul F. Tompkins played. Uh, he played one of the artists. You watched it too, Mike? No, I'm saying I don't know who that is. I don't, I don't remember who that is. I have to I look it up. You. <laughs> but I thought, yeah, Dan Radcliffe did a great job. I feel like they should. I, and uh, Weird Al tweeted about this. They agonized over letting him sing or having him lip sync. And I feel like they should have let him sing. The lip syncing was a little weird. Yeah. I Did they do any of his um, original songs? It was all his original songs. I wasn't sure if they did like actual Weird Al songs, like his parodies or his... Oh, yeah, no, yeah, they did. They. <laughs> you misunderstood. In the documentary. In the, yes, I did. But uh, he, they did all of his songs. But uh, in the documentary, Weird Al writes Eat It. And then Michael Jackson parodies that and writes a song called Beat It. And he gets pissed off that everybody's going to think that his song came second. So it's that kind of documentary about Weird Al's life. I think they closed with an original, but it was a never released. Like it was recorded for the movie. My favorite original song by him was Melanie. That's off the bad one, right? There was whatever. Yeah, I the... think so. It was like mid 80s or late 80s. I think it was bad. It's like side two of something. Yeah. Even worse. I can't remember the name of the one that I like. I can remember all the words. I want to say Party at Ground Zero would probably be my favorite, but that's more of like an Oingo Boingo or Fishbone parody, but it's in the style of it, so it kind of works. I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard this. Why would it? Why would Weird Al's song be called Party at Ground Zero, which is when that's... That is the Fishbone fish song. That is the Fishbone okay, song. then never mind then. You thought you Party thought... at Ground Zero was a Weird Al song? Maybe... Wait, isn't there a Proko version of it then? Uh, I mean, maybe. I hope there he is. Because a... I, am, <laughs> I am dead if you thought the real Fishbone song was a parody. <laughs> they say wackadoo in it. It must be Weird Al. <laughs> He's so crazy. Um... <laughs> Christmas at Ground Zero. All right, thank you. Whew. Is the is the Weird Al one? I don't think I've ever heard that one. Oh boy! <laughs> yep. Speaking of TV shows, though, I did finish Welcome to Wrexham, the uh, what documentary about um, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney buying the Wrexham Football Club. Actually, really, really good. I know you're not a soccer fan, but Cartel is. So never never watch it. Heard of that? Really good. It's on Hulu. Yeah, I have not gotten to that one yet. Last episode is awesome. There's a lot of really good episodes, but the last episode is awesome. Did have it? Bleh, yeah. What a no, It didn't. <laughs> um, so Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhiney, being the silly fuckers that they are, did they change the team motto to "Damn near killed them"? Uh, they did not. Because <laughs> <laughs> they should. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably come out of Ryan Reynolds' mouth. <laughs> First thing I thought of. I just realized that we didn't even explain what this podcast is. Uh, and this is the first episode, so we should probably do that. Cartel, I would like you to explain what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Why me? Because uh... I knew it would be the hardest for you to do. <laughs> um... Not to put you on the spot or anything. Uh... No, de- totally to put you on the spot. <laughs> We watch a movie, play a video game based on the movie, or we want to play a video game that has a movie tie-in. Then we discuss it on this podcast. Oh boy, hey, that—that's what we do. I mean, that's what—that is what we do. Uh, okay. We have some other segments that we are planning on doing. Uh, next up is old ass news. Because we record these ahead of time, there's uh, a lot of lag in between our news and when it actually comes out. So it's old, but it's going to be a broad stroke on uh, what we think is important in gaming news and movie news. Holy shit, we got a lot because we've been away a long time because Cartel almost died. Uh, G4 closed down. Was anybody watching it? Nope. Uh, on, on the reboot? Uh, no. I, 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 no. No, not at all. I was. 
I, I like to support my G4 people. I think I watched, uh, I think all... the one time I turned it on, it was the same show I'd seen on YouTube on G4. Well, yeah, they were simulcasting, like, the channel and on YouTube. I'm saying I saw, well, a, I saw a Scott the Waz episode <laughs> that I'd seen on the internet, and it was like, oh, okay, well, they're just playing a Scott the Waz episode. Let's see, there's going to be a John Wick video game. John Wick? There's also going to be a John Wick movie. It's going to be awesome. We need to do that. It's going to be a triple A, big budget. There's a John Wick movie. There's a, tact- the game. Game. there's a tactical game right now out. A John Wick tactical game. John Wick X. Did they say what studio is doing it? Yeah, no, actually, they <laughs> they have just hinted that it's being considered. Oh. Meaning they're making it. They just don't have anything to report yet. Well, as long as I can kill yeah. a whole bunch of dude baddies in a room, steal their guns. Steal their swords, you know, that type of the John Wick as things. You hear that, game developers? As long as Cartel can do that. Yeah, as long as I can, you know, pretend I'm John Wick. Um, we were actually, actually accidentally part of history the other day. Oh, yeah. When we beat the uh, world record on Planet Side 2. Planet Side 2! I don't know why we decided to play that day, but that was our very first time ever playing, and pretty much our last time ever playing Planet Side. <laughs> What was the record? But, yeah. It was like 2,000-something simultaneous players on a first-person shooter? It was over 2,300 players simultaneously. And that, and we were, the three of us were at least the three people on that list. That's amazing. We had a yeah. four-man squad that day. We played video games that day, fellas. <laughs> people, um, people say, where were you that day? And we can go. I was setting world records, baby. We were we were in the trenches that day. <laughs> we set world records, baby. That's Woo! what we do. In spare time. Um, I'm did just you guys see that? Uh, did you see Sonic co-creator Yuji Naka was arrested for insider trading? Yikes! Yeah, bad boy. Well, well, well. Um, yeah, uh, apparently two employees of Square Enix have been arrested on charges of insider trading. They bought shares in a developer aiming company in 2020. Shortly ahead of the announcement that the company was working on a new Dragon Quest game. So yeah, shame, shame. Rich people are shitty. The Simpsons Waterworld video game is now a playable actual video game. I had it downloaded. It was uh, not fun. Wait a second, <laughs> what yeah, is this? Let... <laughs> Alright, so The Simpsons, in one of their episodes, has a 20 second clip where they play a Waterworld game. Like in an arcade, Kevin Costner. Yes, yes. And someone took that and made. And in the in the Simpsons, the joke is that you take a step and you have to put in more quarters. You take a step, and you have to put in more quarters. And somebody made that game, and it's playable. I'll send you the link. I actually had to disable some security things to be able to play it. <laughs> I'll do that in VM. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Uh, I'll leave that one up on the news links for you. Uh, at TwitchCon, which was so long ago now. <laughs> talking about uh, TwitchCon. <laughs> uh, well, just because they had a foam pit. Oh, I saw this. And, and one of their streamers broke their back jumping into the foam pit. That's how... There were a few injuries in that foam pit, yeah. yeah that's how shittily ran that is. But yeah, I try not to do Twitch or streamers news, but that one caught my eye. Oh, I, I have another one on here for the TwitchCon. Apparently, the attendees, the people that went to TwitchCon to see their favorite streamers, were verbally abusive. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no shit. I watch streams and all that. I've been enjoying Twitch lately. I'm not going to fly somewhere to meet these people because they don't care. They don't want to meet me. No. I get, I get that. <laughs> not at all. Did you see the video of the foam pit, though? I did not. It was like, it it completely looked like a real foam pit, but it was like one cube deep. It looked like it hurt so bad. Like, she, she jumped straight off this platform, like, four feet in the air, did, like, whatever it is where you do, like, a split in the air and touch your toes, and landed on her butt, which would be, like, a completely normal thing to do in a foam pit, and she just stopped immediately. Oof. People are dumb. Not her. The people that set up this phone yeah, pit I, were like, yeah, yeah, jump into it. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm assuming there's a lawsuit pending. Oh. Many lawsuits. RTX 4090s uh, oh, boy. Are, 
melting power supplies. I watched a video on it, though. Apparently, some of the 4090s have been shipped with power connectors that are not rated for the power that they draw. And that is why they're melting the power supplies. Mm. Cables. So, most of the 4090s are... Could it could it could could it be that maybe they need liquid cool? <laughs> <laughs> I could solve it all. I I was an electrician. I could solve it. Um, but yeah, no. I are think you they saying were are you saying that if there on, was a problem, yo, I'd solve it. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think they were. I it was either there some manufacturers were trying to save money by doing lower insulated cables than were recommended. Oh, wow. Or they were just accidentally shipping the lower insulated cables. But These are $2,000 cards. $2,000. Oh, I know. $2,000. Yeah. That's a, that's a car itself. Yeah. <laughs> that's a used car. I think MSRP is like $1,600, but you Ooh. can't get it for that. Can't get from that. Can't go from that. In tie-in news, they are making a The Medium TV series. Did anybody play the medium? Negative. Nope. You're the only one. I played it on Mike's Xbox. I was going to say, it's on my Xbox, but I didn't download it. <laughs> Wasn't my doing. It was pretty fun. I, I enjoyed it. I only played the beginning, but I think the TV series could be interesting. You know, if you play on my Xbox, you need to do it on my account. Fuck no! That's why my account's on your and Xbox. Get me so I get so my achievements. Using my no! And my Xbox. How about you play games? How about you just play some you video do it games, on my pal? account. See, Cartel, he's mad because on Halloween, I convinced everyone that we should play a horror game, but I totally loaded that up under my account so that I got all the achievements. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> you don't even play video right. games. <laughs> you come into my house, on my couch, on my Xbox. You love it. That reminds me, uh, Soccer Story. Looks like uh, something me and you need to tackle, Michael. Soccer story? I don't know about this. On uh, Game Pass, it's uh, it's basically like the dodgeball game. Oh. Yeah. I'm in. Guess what? What? Google Stadia shut down, guys. <laughs> no, nobody wants to pay a shit ton of money to not actually own any games. You mean like 9 out of 10 Google services? Yeah. It's... I don't understand why companies are still trying to do it. Give me a system that can also do streaming. I don't want just a streaming system. Nobody does. That's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> do you remember, um, it never got released, so you probably don't remember this, but like in, I want to say 2003 or 2002, around there, there was a, uh, a company called Phantom that was trying to make a streaming console, and they, they came to full sale. And they showed the uh, console, and it was completely empty because all it was was basically Google Stadia ahead of its time. It was just streaming, but they wanted you to have a it was, console. It was just a modem. <laughs> it was just. It was empty a and modem it had lights in it. To... Yeah, I don't uh, remember that. I didn't see any of that. Yeah, it was the Phantom console, and it was basically Phantomware. Yeah, I... They they raised a bunch of money, and I guess they were really ahead of their time though because they were trying to basically be google stadia it was streaming only the console did nothing see but i can already do that i can already stream games to my phone to my computer to my xbox i'm not gonna buy a system that just does it and that's it. all it does yeah absolutely no they failed they completely failed but other companies are still trying to do this and yeah, that's that's where my gripe is um i mean microsoft a... has it down it's like Game Pass streaming is nearly perfect. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Game Pass fanboy. Uh, we have a Game Pass segment on this podcast because of that. It's a little bit slow to load up, but just the fact that you can play full fledged Xbox games on your phone streaming to an Xbox is awesome. I was playing uh, Tunic earlier on my phone just because I felt like it. I didn't want to get out of bed. Here's a, a lovely little heartwarming gaming story that. It's not the kind of story you hear from video game industry very often, but uh, did you guys see after the GTA 6 leak that a ton of developers started le uh, sharing early builds of their games because for some reason gamers think graphics are the first thing done in a game and I we're saw shitting that. all over GTA 6? Yeah, I saw that. But it was I thought that was a lovely little 
coming together of the community. Yeah. We're almost done with this long ass fucking break that we had. Yeah, no, uh, like when I'm when I'm doing like prototypes and things like that, my character is a cube. Gray a gray cube. It doesn't even have a texture. It's just a gray cube that like, walks around. Like adventure, do you have do you also have a dragon duck? Uh no, I have a teapot. I'm just showing my age there. No, you yeah, just I used adventure all... when I was a kid. You just you just use what's already there, and you get a cube, a spear, and a teapot, and that's it. All right, uh, yeah, uh, and that's basically it for this week's long ass, old ass news. The only one that I have to add to that, since it ties into this episode, is that the GoldenEye remake is finally coming to Game Pass soon. No exact release date, but it's going to be released on Switch and uh, Game Pass. But no online co-op. Uh, Switch will have it. Switch has it. Yeah, but I'm not paying for GoldenEye on the Switch. That's true. Yeah. But Switch has online multiplayer, Xbox doesn't. And that's a big mistake. But the original didn't have it, and it was awesome. Yeah, but we were also, we'll get into it, but we were also all living close to each other then and enjoyed leaving our houses. Now we don't. Well, there's your GoldenEye segue. Bong, (coughs) James. Wait, (coughs) Bong, gas mask Bong? Got it wrong. <laughs> screwed up your own joke. <laughs> bong. Gas mask bong. See, now you got a clean one to, to cut cut in. Nope. And now... James. Now it's time for... James, uh, James. Uh, James, James. James. Shaken, not James. Now it's time for a, another segment that we call Game Passing You By. This is where we, I, really, pick a Game Pass game because I, even though I understand that the monetization of Game Pass, it might be screwing over developers and I get that, but I'm very poor and it lets me access lots of games. So I'm going to highlight a Game Pass game every week. And this week uh, I played Deathloop, which goes against almost everything I believe because it is... It says it in the name. It is a uh, roguelike. It's a loop. But it is a very, very amusing, fun game loop. Deathloop is a 2021 first-person shooter developed by Arcane Lion and published by Bethesda Softworks. Have you guys played Deathloop or looked at Deathloop or anything? Nope, nothing. Really? I saw a video, but I have not uh, gone any further than that. Have you ever played Dishonored or Prey? No. I have any. No. <laughs> All right. So basically, Deathloop, they kind of shoehorned it in that it's in the same universe as Dishonored, but it basically is Dishonored. Just they perfected it. Like it, they, you, you get a lot of the same powers. Um, it's a really good story. Uh, you're trapped in a time loop where you keep repeating the same day over and over again, and you want to break out of it, and you flirt with a girl the that is day? trying to kill you. Yes. And uh, you then you find out really grossed out by the like old boy? Uh, that's a that's a spoiler right there. What? Yes, like old boy. That's a spoiler boy right flirt. there. Like, oh boy, I shouldn't Gross. be doing that. Gross. Um, but yeah, I would definitely highly recommend Deathloop. Uh, I'm sure I recommended it to these two idiots, but uh, they don't ever play games. I ignore and, that recommendation. Uh, you ignore all recommendations except for Tinykin. And in fact, you ignored that as well. It was your wife that didn't ignore it. That's true. But I do love Pikmin, <laughs> and then though. You, and then you took over her playthrough. I love Pikmin. But that was the uh, a very sad and me-centric game passing you by. Basically, if you need, if you want me to play then you have to mention Pikmin or Tribes. You could just say Deathloop is like Pikmin, except... But you had to say, like, Dishonored and Prey. Death, I, tu- I tuned Deathloop you out is, immediately. Deathloop is like Tribes. You shoot guns. Oh, okay. I might check that out. Can you ski? Yes. Sure. Yes, you can. <laughs> Backwards, even. Let's take a break. I need a break from you guys. And uh, when we come back, we'll get into this movie here. 
we're back. Let's get into this week's movie, Goldeneye. It is a 1995 spy film, the 17th in the James Bond series. 17, Which huh? is fucking ridiculous, yeah. Okay. Um, produced by Eon Productions and directed by Martin Campbell. Uh, it had a budget of $60 million and it made a measly $356.4 million. So, that's real crapper of a movie. Pretty damn good there. Uh, other tie-in movies that came out in 1995 are Batman Forever, The City of Lost Children, which I know is Cartel's favorite. Oh my god. And Waterworld. Dude, that was a really good year for movies. That's not just tie-in movies, but just movies in general. I don't know if you went through that list or not. but could go on. I did. I... 95 was really good. Had Seven, Heat, Kids, Braveheart. Usual Suspects, Casino, Toy Story, uh, Apollo 13, Batman Forever, 12 Monkeys, Jumanji, Friday, Bad okay. Boys, okay. Hackers, Crimson Tide, <laughs> Waterworld, Quick and the Dead, okay. Billy Madison, Empire Records, Four Rooms, Mall Rats, Die Hard with the Vengeance, All right. All right. Desperado, now Good just, Year for Movies. Now you just name movies, yeah. And welcome back to Listen the La Vida Loca, the podcast where we list things. You were at like 100% there, right? Um, I, I mean... 99%? Yeah, there's Probably. maybe like one or two in there I, I haven't seen. I'm trying to, like, yeah. I forgot to ask this week's question. Just do it now. All right, well, this week's question was, since it's our first episode, what is your favorite tie-in? Oh, God damn it! I take it back. Uh, uh... Ghostbusters for the Sega Master System. Uh, it's the first tie-in game I had, first game I had pretty much for the first system I had. So, I mean, countless hours playing that game. I get that. I get that. Uh, Mike, would you like me to go so you have some more time mm -hmm. to think? I mean, and you can also throw in, if you're not going to do that one, you can do Rambo 3 since it's a light gun game. I had that no. for the All Sega right. Master System. I'll do, I got two games. Um, no, three games. Rebel Assault, TIE Fighter, and Jedi Knight. Ugh, get out of here with your Star Wars. Because Empire um, Strikes Back is one of my favorite movies. And and that those are not Empire Strikes Back tie-in directly, but it is Star Wars universe. So, Rebel Assault was the on-rails one, right? Top-down spaceship game? Yeah, but the whole thing is like on-rails, and then like... The one after yeah, that, on the one after that was like the Rogue Squadron, where you, yeah, because Tie Fighter, Tie Fighter had Tie Fighter was free movement. Rebel Assault was on rails. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Tie Fighter was free movement, and Tie Fighter was the sequel to the X Wing. Yeah, and um, and Jedi Knight was just a really good first person shooter around the time. Yes, of, uh, yeah. Duke Nukem. Yes, yeah. Kyle Katarn story, right? I am also torn between three, but they are not all the same franchise because I'm not a sucker <laughs> well you kind of put me on the spot here. <laughs> i did not it's been written in the outline for months <laughs> um but yeah uh so the game i played the most but did not watch the movie the most was also ghostbusters but mine was commodore 64 another game i played a lot and watched the movie a shit ton was goonies for commodore 64 not Goonies for Nintendo. Um, I also played a lot of uh, Howard the Duck on Commodore 64. Uh, That's a weird movie. What games did you have on Commodore 64? Like, what? I, I had, like, all of them. I, play, I played the fucking Wizard of Oz text adventure and Return to Oz text. Oh, God, yeah. I love Commodore 64. Can we just schedule Howard the Duck now? Because there's a scene in that movie that we need to revisit. There's nothing we need to revisit with Howard oh, the Duck. <laughs> yeah, I think your uh, your spank bank is getting you all it's riled a, up there, guys. No, it is not a spank bank scene. I mean, I'll, I guess it is to some people, but I don't think I realized what it was when I was a kid. And uh, Are you talking about when he's in the bed with the lady or yes. the, the duck boobies? No, when he's in the in the bed with the lady. <laughs> yeah, she, bang, she bangs a duck. Yeah. He's an alien. Yeah. And so, then having a cigarette afterwards? I mean, that's the ultimate you're cool with your sexuality if you just bang a alien that looks like a duck. <laughs> right? I I guess. I don't know. We're ruining a future episode though. So that's <laughs> Um We'll just leave. But it. also also I wanted to say Goldeneye, 
oh is one of my favorites yeah but i had never i had never watched this movie until we watched it for this podcast i i will jump on board with that then that the this game i don't even know we're talking about the movie right now but um the this game is one of my all-time favorite games so it would go up there but the movie is not one of my all-time favorite movies so loses points there all right so let's talk about this movie this is the first james bond movie i've ever seen I understand people love them, and I'm not going to shit on that. I, I probably am going to accidentally shit on that. <laughs> See, like, I'm sad that your first ever James Bond movie was not a Sean Connery James Bond movie. Okay, let me ask you guys this, because you've watched other James Bond movies. Is the action so mediocre in all the other ones? Like, I did not enjoy any of these action scenes. I was just like, yep, eh, whatever. What? The, like the, the so, fight scenes weren't okay. good. I don't care that he fucking uh, bungeed off of a dam. So like, they're all, they've always, so prior to this, they've always been a little bit campy. Um, the newer ones with Daniel Craig are like legit, like modern day action movies that you would think of. Like if you thought of like Fast and Furious or something like that, like they're, they're good action movies. But prior to Pierce Bronze, then they're all pretty campy. One thing that I was elated to find out in watching my first James Bond movie. I had always, for the longest time now, worried about perfume commercial directors, how they only work during Valentine's Day and Christmas. But now I realize they also work when a James Bond title sequence needs to be made because that was some campy, ridiculous shit. Oh, that's a... And I'm, ass I'm assuming all James Bond... Yep, that's... Definitely a staple of a James Bond yep. movie. The, the kaleidoscope of, of ladies and a gun and... And, and silhouettes and, of boobies. And, yeah. and yeah, and, and colors of... Yeah, just... Yeah, no, that's... There's that... Well, that, that happens over credits and the theme song. Like, that's just pretty much the second one. The first one didn't have that? Yeah, the first one, Dr. No didn't have it. Because it was the first one. They, they always have uh, a current like trending female artist do the um opening sequence like with a um original well, song that's not true because they had Duran in 95 Duran tina do it in the 80s and in 95 always, tina turner was trending i believe so like billy eilish just did one adele did one. Oh, adele's is it's, really good it's a pretty standard thing for a trending female artist to write an original song was adele's written by bono and the edge as well actually i, I think it was oh wait no he did the other one. Just the Edge? I thought it was the dude from that one band, uh, Closing Time Band. But he might have done the other Adele song. Yes, he did a different one, okay. I'm pretty okay. sure. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not super up to date on the guy from Closing Time Band. <laughs> <laughs> what? what, you don't keep up with the homeboy from Super Semi-Sonic? Super Semi-Sonic? It's Semi-Sonic, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But I like super super semi super sonic super cyan. <laughs> I like that super cyan semi sonic super mediocre kind of sonic sonic <clears throat> the hedgehog. hedgehog. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> I did not go through the actors in this movie. There's a lot. There's a who's uh, who of uh, James Bond's peoples. Yeah, it, Minnie Driver is the star. No, <laughs> not a star. Nope. You don't you don't agree? Mini Driver's not the the lead of this movie. Or uh, thirty seconds up there. Small bit part. <laughs> you got a lot Sean of guests. Bon. Sean Bond. Yep. Scene Bean. Scene Bean. Okay. I had no idea that uh, what's her name from X Men had a name that I can't pronounce. Famke Jensen. Famke? Is that how you say yes. it? What is is that Russian? I don't know. Right, it's European, right? I, th I, I always thought it was German, but I think I... Uh, Netherlands. Could be wrong. Okay. She was born in Amstelveen, Netherlands. Well, Famke plays Zinnia Onatop, which is like is uh, a James Bond thing. They're not so subtle. That's like a staple. Yeah, of... I'm looking. I'm looking to you guys for these answers because it's like a staple of. It's like a staple of James Bond to have a, uh, a quote unquote James Bond girl with an unusual they, innuendo name. Do they all kill through sex? No, but he does always have sex with them. He did not have sex with Zinion. Well, he always has an almost love scene or an actual love scene with them. 
He seduces a lot of ladies in the other films. I, uh... I don't really have much to say about this movie. I did not enjoy it. I I don't understand why we can't have an American James Bond. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, but no, I, I prefer my spies to be humorous and uh, unlikely heroes. While I was watching this, all I kept thinking was, I'd rather be watching Chuck. You wanted... What's that Rowan Atkinson film? Johnny English. I'm going to say Mr. Bean. <laughs> well, it's, it's Mr. Bean, but he's James Bond. I'm just saying, but what you got in this film is you got James Bond, right? So he's like all suave and smooth and everything. He's got he's got the uh, he's got the gadgets, right? He's got the new watch, right? He's got the new car. He's got the little pen that blows up, and then he's got Q's sandwich. Mm, right? He's like, what's this do? And he's like, that's lunch. Mm. You know? That's my lunch. <laughs> Get away from that bond, you know? Uh, then, yeah, then he goes to, like, fight whoever. Oh, wait. Oh, I made a sound effect. Even before that, though, the opening scene when he jumps <laughs> off the, the thing, jumps off the mountain into a plane. <laughs> what? <laughs> he jumps off the mountain. And then onto the plane. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't have a pl- you know. I don't have a plane. <laughs> but he jumps off the mountain. And into the plane. Like, like, that's like a cool, like, stunt that happens, right? So, like, you get a cool, like, awesome stunt. Uh, you get the gadgets. You got the babes, because you got Franka Jensen. And then what's her, the other one? Uh, Isabel uh, Skorupko. Skorupko. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of agree with Johnny, though. I I think, as as Bond movies goes, it kind of misses the mark. Um, There's better I ones, think, for sure. For sure. I think it's just weird, like, in-between. kind of wants to be an action movie, but it's not good enough to be an action movie, and it kind of goes too campy to pay homage to the earlier Bond films, but it doesn't get it quite right. I don't know. The Roger Moore and Sean Connery films, much better. And then on the action side, the Daniel Craig films are much better, in my opinion, too. I think the Pierce Brosnan era was probably the worst era of the Bond movies. What about, like, the three T. Dalton ones? Timothy Dalton Okay, ones? okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because, like... Let's just say that those don't exist. Because, I mean, like... Me. So there's the one in San Francisco... Because you're right, the Timothy Dalton ones are terrible. But, I mean, I, I see, I still have fun with those, because it's, like... When you got Christopher Walken as a bad guy, that's still a fun. Like, time. That's still a fun time. I, I, I do like Christopher Walken. Yeah, but and and he's... and um, oh, that dude who's in every movie. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of his name, but yeah, I mean, it's just uh, yeah, you got the three eighties where I think it's just two like over the top eighties James Bond. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't know. It just went in a different direction that for me didn't quite work. I mean. I think my favorites, though, have got to be the early ones, because I love Dr. No. That was, like, the first one. Not the first one I saw. I think the first one I saw was Diamonds Are Forever. Which James Bond is Goldfinger? Sean Connery. That's, like, the third one. Third or fourth. Uh, Because... Do you know what the Bond girl's name is in Goldfinger, Johnny? Gotfingered? No. It's it's just about as subtle. (laughs) Pussy galore. (laughs) But, yeah, the reason I'm asking is because uh, you can purchase a hacked version of Goldeneye. That is completely redone to be Goldfinger, just in case you were into that. <laughs> is it on a cartridge? Or is it a ROM? Yep. I it, I showed a cartridge. I don't know. I didn't look further than seeing it. Oh. I wasn't interested, so I did not get deep into it. Um, has Judy Dench always been M? Uh, this was her first... Uh... You know what? He says that in the movie. He says something about her predecessor keeping cognac. But... So, I knew that. I knew that already. Yeah. I think since then, though, she was always M. Yes, she became the staple. Yeah. Because Desmond Llewellyn was, like, the other one, and then when he passed, it was Cleese. And then, yeah, um, then with the reboot, they changed it to... really quick. And, yeah, she was in, like, every Bond movie after that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, the best part of this movie was when he drops in on the uh, dude taking a shit. And after that, I was... Both times I've watched it now, I was clocked out. Oh, she That's was all actually... I have to say about this movie. Is that it? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, she's been in every Bond movie since Goldeneye. 
Yeah, I saw this one in theaters growing up, so I'm a little biased. Nostalgic for this one? Yeah, I definitely did enjoy it, and my neighbor, yeah, like my neighbor <laughs> had all of the James Bond films on Laserdisc, so we got to borrow them. Yeah, I liked Bond before this movie, but I'm only nostalgic for the video game, not this movie. Yeah, I was not a fan. I can see why people love it, but I need more comedy and less whatever this was. <laughs> All right, and that is Goldeneye. It's mid. <laughs> oh, boy. It's goaded with the sauce. For real, for real. All right, let's take a break and then come back and talk about uh, Goldeneye. The video game, Goldeneye 007. And we're back. Let's get into this game that cemented our lifelong friendship and led us to this point where we found this niche in the podcast market where no one had ventured before of three dudes talking about video games. It's a completely new concept. I, I don't know if the world's ready for it. Not at all. A saturated um, market. Well, here we go, world. <laughs> We're coming through that door. We're breaking that glass ceiling. Kicking that door down. Stepping on everyone's face. Alright, so Goldeneye. Oh, I gotta read facts about it. Goldeneye. <laughs> Goldeneye. Goldeneye 007 is a 1997 first-person shooter developed by Rare and published by Nintendo. You can, If you're looking to purchase this game... You can get it for between seventeen eighty five on the internets, all the way up to eleven thousand nine hundred ninety eight dollars and seven cents. What version is that? In a plastic case, inbox, uh, gamer's choice of the year game. I don't know. Not worth it. You can actually get the exact same thing for much less, but someone has it listed for that on eBay. Other tie-in games that came out in 1997. Postal, Gran Turismo, and Blade Runner. Huh. Yes, Gran Turismo is a tie-in game. I don't know how, but it is. I remember Postal being fairly controversial at the time for how graphic the violence was. Yeah, it was just over the I top. I think I watched. Yeah. What did I watch, Cartel? It was by the same director. Uwe Bull? Yeah, uh, What movie did I watch? I, I, Uwe Bull movie? Did you watch? I... He did. We discussed it for the, a, a long time. It was a uh, dude makes some armor and then goes and fucks up the town. No. I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it as a joke because another movie we were watching had the same name. And I was going to make it a joke, but then it was such an upsetting movie that I was like, never mind. <laughs> Rampage? Yes. Yes. Rampage. Thank you. God. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, God? You should have known. You're the UA Bull guy. You're the movie guy. You're best friends with UA Bull. You should have known that. Yeah, so, uh, Cartel, <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot again. Oh, boy. Goldeneye. What are your earliest Goldeneye memories here? Uh, I think I purchased my N64 while you and I just got paid from our jobs working together. You, me, and Mike worked at the same restaurant. That was your earliest? Yeah. You didn't play at Mike's house before then. No, we didn't. We didn't know him then. Yeah. Really? Yeah. This is that was pre-cartel. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hang out until we were all in out of call, out of uh, high school. I was out of high school before I met anyone. <laughs> oh, but anyway, I, I I don't know why. I just assumed you were there at Mike's. I was but at the apartment I, more continue? often. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I bought it because uh, we all worked at the same place. Got paid. I want to say it was around Christmas time too. So, you know, bought it, and then a few months later, I think we moved out. I moved out and uh, moved in with you dudes, or Mike, at least, for a good few months. But yeah, we used to all play video games at each other's uh, apartments. Michael? I'm actually trying to remember which apartment that was. Was the one I moved in for... So he, you you were Johnny's replacement? He took, yes, he took my place ah, when okay. I, I moved out. Yeah, replacement Johnny. For like three months... For this, for like, how does that feel? Your replace, your replacement job. For the, for like, yeah, for the like the summer that, because uh, you guys moved in in like this the fall, something like that. And I very quickly realized that being seventeen with a child makes it very hard to afford an apartment, and had to move back home. Yeah, I remember that. Um, but yes, um, mine mine started before that, um, in high school. So like when it came out, um, we got it. Uh, 
and that was like an every day after high school thing. Yeah, I mean, definitely you were over Johnny. You were over there a lot, but since like I think it came out before any of us could drive. Um, so mostly it was me and my brother, my neighbor, and uh, James, our mutual friend from back then too. Um, but we would we would play this like almost every single day, and we'd like take blankets and cover the windows um like completely dark out the room we took the speakers off of the uh stereo system in the house and hooked them up to the tv instead and like if i hear the theme song <laughs> to goldeneye it like immediately takes me back to that room uh over the garage which was just like that it wasn't anybody's bedroom it was just like the hangout room there was a tv in there there was a 64 there was a stereo great sound system and like i said we just blacked out the room and played goldeneye just non-stop after high school every single day it was a great time of my life um one of my most favorite games ever and the multiplayer on it um just made for some of the best gaming experiences and i will say this now yeah. controversial as it is screen looking is part of the game oh fuck yeah if that yeah like that's I, the I only thing think, i, have to I say don't think to people, there's any doubt yeah that if you say screen looking is not part of the game i just say to you get good <laughs> <laughs> learn how to learn how to multitask pal yeah <laughs> no i i completely agree screen looking if if there's multiple screens on one screen it's part of the game yep but yeah i had actually never played this until i played it at your house i was always an rpg kid so i did i never owned goldeneye i just played it at your house i actually didn't even have a nintendo 64 and now i'm thinking about it because um I remember one night we used to play loser had to use the mad cats controller, <laughs> which is a double punishment because that meant you were most likely You're going to lose be the again. loser again. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember one night uh, we all got sick of that and decided that we were all going to buy our own personal controllers just for Goldeneye. I didn't even own a Nintendo 64. One of our friends got busted for being in Virginia. There's a curfew of 11 o'clock in Virginia Beach. One of our friends got busted for being out past curfew because he lied to the cop <laughs> about how old he was <laughs> when we were out in the middle of the night buying Nintendo 64 controllers like fucking nerds. <laughs> that, was, that was when the purple translucent controller came out. I bought a blue one. I bought a beautiful blue one, I think. I think I still yeah. own it. Like It's in my basement right now. My blue one? I'm pretty sure. Sweet. I've got a purple one, I a blue one, have, and a bunch of gray ones. I have not re-added a Nintendo 64 to my <clears throat> new collection. Just a GameCube and an NES so far. My my rebuild. But yeah, I mean, this game, I, I think... If you look at like some of the more basic aspects in the campaign, it was just a more advanced, like, Doom 2. Like... The secret doors were the same as Doom. Um, you could look up and down, which was like better. It was more like Quake instead of Doom. Uh, but what they did with multiplayer was like so ahead of its time, and I think just paved the way for every multiplayer FPS game after that because the local multiplayer on that was like nothing ever seen before. And all the different game modes, um, especially how you could customize all the... Um, the weapons and stuff like that you could do like prox mines or you could do like pistol slappers only, only baby slappers only <laughs> one shot one kill with the golden gun like would which would become like instagib in unreal tournament later endless fun in multiplayer big heads paintball mode yeah big head slappers only no odd job no odd job <laughs> odd job is banned for, for sure. <laughs> um I rewatched playthrough because I have not played this game in a long time, and I did not remember how many fucking levels there were. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it follows the movie pretty, pretty closely. It does, yeah. Actually, are there like fifteen uh, which levels? Is impressive. Like which, that? Uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, I don't actually have it. And I'm trying to remember. Th weren't know. there different difficulties? And like on. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! On the hard difficulty, like you had to really know your way through the level you had to like shoot every single camera you had to make sure like to not miss any of your shots because if you did then like the guards would just swarm you you had to make oh. sure to find all the hidden body armor otherwise there was no way you're going to beat the level sorry i got sucked into reading uh yeah and watching the playthrough uh i was reminded of what was 
beautiful and amazing at the time. Uh, what is that weird thing, Michael? You, you'll know. My mom does it. Uh, where you put people's pictures on elves and it animates the to a song. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of it. That is what the James Bond characters look like. <laughs> it's like a, a real still picture slapped onto a really bad yeah, 3D I mean, frame. Yeah. The 64 <laughs> could not push that many polygons, for sure. But what it did with the hardware, I think, was, was pretty good. Oh, and you know what? I think that this came out before Quake 3. And, I mean, they basically had Rocket Arena before... Quake 3 had Rocket Arena, even though Quake 3 is the one that made it famous. But, I mean, like, you could go Rockets-only mode. This game was being made before the Nintendo 64 even had solidified what guts it was going to I was going to say, like, yeah. What its, what its specs there were going to this, this is before the expansion pack, because the Perfect Dark, the quote-unquote sequel, spiritual successor, used... You, Which made me sick. I could not play it. Used the Dark. expansion pack. Like, well, you could play it without it, but it was also, it enhanced it somehow. Yeah, something about the way the walls were set up in Perfect Dark made me motion sick. I think it was the FOV. Was, I don't know. Perfect Dark yeah, was weird. It's not it's, it's not something that normally happens to me, but I could not play Perfect Dark. I thought I was I thought, mad um, about it. <laughs> time Splitters did the same thing. Oh, no. Time Splitters didn't make me sick at all. Huh? Time Splitters was also made by the GoldenEye guys, wasn't it? Yeah. Rare. Another great first-person shooter. Oh, I but think it was thing, after they left Rare. Speaking of being ahead of its time, is that... Did you know you could play Goldeneye with dual thumbsticks? Like, you could have a left and a right thumbstick instead of using the C buttons to aim? Huh. I did not. You could only play 2v2, but each player would have two controllers. Two Nintendo 64 controllers. And you would hold the middle button. The middle um, of the three. (laughs) Nope. That's like those games where it's like, it's multiplayer, but you both play on the same controller at the same time. Nope. Nope. No, I mean, it's like the Switch. Each player has two (laughs) controllers, and you use the thumbstick on each controller, and it's like a dual thumbstick. You're not sharing with another person. It's just each player has two controllers. I'm looking at Time Splitters 2, and I'm wishing there was a Time Splitters movie, because I really want to play this again. Anyway, uh, yeah, I know I did not know that, but I would never have even tried that. Controller, like, once I get the feel for a controller, I can't half hold it. You know what I mean? True. I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 it's definitely not ideal. Yeah, it's just early analog sticks, so it's really, it would just be odd. But I mean, that's one of the things that I think does not age well with GoldenEye that I'm really looking forward to in the um, re-releases because... Updated controls. It's going to be updated controls because somehow we were fine with it back then, but using the C buttons to aim, but also having to use your thumb for other buttons was just not ideal. Oh, and you alluded to it earlier. Um, with this straight walking. <laughs> uh, hilarious. Yeah, do you want to do a uh, a Michael's Coding Corner? Uh, on this sure, I can, I can jump into that really quick. So, like... Um, if you think about, like, your just four like cardinal directions like forward back left and right like the distance between one step forward and one step back is one but the um distance going diagonal is like um 1.414 or something like that it's the the square root of um the distance between the two but if you are holding like if you say like if you hold forward that's plus one and if you hold right that's plus one if you hold them both down you get like a plus two to your velocity so people figured out that if you hold if you just are always strafing and moving forward at the same time then you move faster than just going forward or just going right so the movement uh, compounds on itself instead of just being regulated to a fixed speed. So it's basically like the first thing that you do when you're making a game. Like everybody runs into that mistake where they just add the velocity, the forward velocity plus their sideways velocity instead of capping it at the correct movement speed. So that somehow made it into the game. 
and uh, yeah, savvy players picked up on it. And then everywhere you moved, you were strafe walking. And if you weren't strafe walking, then you were going too slow. Did the strafe walking work when you were crouched? Remember, did I just I. In my head, I just keep picturing that position that doesn't animate, where you're just gliding around on the floor, crouched. You were slower, but if they if they implemented it as naively as they did the forward velocity, where they just added the forward vector plus the sideways vector, then I think all they did for crouch was divide your top speed. So I think you still would be faster if you were straight walking, because they would just take it and like divide by two or to make your speed whatever. So I don't know if it was half speed or like 75% speed or something like that, but if they were just doing a percentage of your top speed, then it definitely would have benefited you to strafe walk even while you were crouched. I do have one more story about Goldeneye that I'm very proud of. It involves a friend of ours who is very good at video games, basically does nothing but play video games. And I beat him in Goldeneye with my feet on the controller and it was all because of screen watching. I was better at screen watching than him, so I hid behind a corner and waited until he came and killed him every single time, beat him in a multiplayer round with my feet. And I'm very proud of that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> our battles were epic because all of us had every single level memorized down to the tile. And just by glancing at your opponent's screen, you knew exactly where they were in the level in relation to yourself. And especially if we were in grenade launcher only mode, uh, if you were within range, you knew that a grenade was going to be bounced off of a wall from where you couldn't see it <laughs> and landing at your feet. The only level I remember that was remotely obscured was the cave level. If you were looking at directly at a wall, yeah, then the people could not tell where you were. <clears throat> I can't believe you weren't with us, Cartel, at Mike's house. I could have sworn it was all of us. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you missed, you why, missed some good why the, times. Why the fuck weren't you our friend back then? He was yeah, He was yet to I. replace... Uh, he replaced you. Should have replaced... You're just throwing that name out there. Like, I don't know. Did I not? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm weary about mentioning people's names just because they might not want us to. That's true. Well, cut those. Bleep them. Thanks for the extra work. Um. <laughs> we, should, we should have discussed these rules ahead of time. I mean, we're already if we are doing the three of it's our not, names, it's not it's not it's not necessarily a rule. It's just something I because being considered. I'm going to tell you right now, nobody else is named Cartel. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if we're not bleeping his name. We're doxxed. <laughs> like, just consider ourselves doxxed right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to be swatted. Um... Cartel needs a pseudo. We'll just call him Pseudo Wudo. Okay. <laughs> so much better. Yep, all right. I mean, this is the first episode, so bleep it. Or <laughs> dub it. Like, Su Cartel, wait, hold on a second. Say Pseudo Wudo. Pseudo Wudo. Okay, there you go. So now you've got the clip. You got a clean one. You got a clean one to drop in every time. You just drop that in whenever he says I'm pseudo wudo. No, you just put in pseudo wudo. Oh man. Alright. Well that that's Goldeneye. I definitely recommend it if you've never played it. Uh it's coming out on Game Pass soon. Yes. If I mean uh, if you are a first person shooter fan and especially since it's going to be remastered like you owe it to yourself to play this game with some of your first person shooter buddies in multiplayer learn the levels learn the guns um but don't use the club <laughs> the club is terrible don't, don't ever use the club <laughs> no, even the pistol is better than the club just drop it immediately but yeah um one of the most defining fps games ever and um, one of the best games ever. And that's especially for the Nintendo 64 platform. And this is in an era where there was one of the best Mario Karts, one of the best Mario Parties. Mario 64 came out, Ocarina of Time. And I 
still put GoldenEye as the best multiplayer experience uh, on the platform. Cartel, would you recommend GoldenEye? Give it a play. Give it a play. That's, is that your new catchphrase? That's, uh, I'm going to... Pseudo Wudo says, <laughs> give it a play. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we are the tie-ins. I'm Johnny. I'm Pseudo Wudo. <laughs> I'm Mike. <laughs> um, you can follow us on basically everything except for Facebook at We're the Tie-Ins, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Mastodon, uh, Metal, uh, Instagram, uh, <laughs> uh, if you have any questions, you can contact us there or email us at the tie-ins at gmail um i wasn't expecting that music to cut out before i was done just play uh, it again it's so good um you can also check us out on our patreon where we do watch alongs and we do mini episodes about food tie-ins like the 7-up game cool spot and stuff like that uh yeah that's it right that's it <laughs> i think you got it all right all right we just wasted your time okay.